0: And it's 8 o'clock. You know it's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. Hooray! Tonight is a very special show. It's called Hell in a Handbasket. It's a competition show with four comedians. Very excited for Kimberly Rose Went, Michael Bonds, Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal, and Spencer Devine to get into those baskets coming up very soon. Again, we're waiting for the throngs of people who are gonna be coming in on this hot, hot night, who are all coming to hell. Hell in a Handbasket, it's hot, it's perfect. For this kind of show I'm super excited We're going to listen To the face melting metal Of Floating Goat And we'll be right back With Hell in a Handbasket Here on MutinyRadio.fm After 8 o'clock, we got this great show here at Mutiny Radio on Fridays at 8 o'clock called Pimtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. And today, I feel like a genius because I made up a show. Yay, me. I made up a show. I made up a show because I am ridiculously addicted to Food Network. Anybody else like to watch food instead of eating it? Anybody else trying to be skinny? Yeah, you know what I like to do? I like to watch the British baking show and pretend I'm eating pies and cakes. I'm not doing that, but boy, do I love that show. I love Food Network, and I love a show called Chopped, where uh, uh, non-comedians, chefs, starts with a C, same thing, fine. They get up on stage, and they open up baskets, and then they have to, like, Build delicious foods out of like an eggplant and tamarind and whatever, then squid or some bullshit like that, and then they're like, and a Twinkie, and they really fuck with you. So I'm doing the same thing here tonight. This is hell in a handbasket. Uh, yeah, I I'm, a, I'm uniquely obsessed with hell because I was raised as a Christian, so I know I'm dying in a fiery pit forever. Yay. A four-headed beast will come out and eat my entrails. I'm like, yeah! Gonna get to know, I'm gonna name him. I'm gonna name him Spike. He's gonna be like my cat. He already tries to, he hurt me the other day, and it hurt for days. I feel like it's gonna be 12,000 times harder in hell. And maybe some of us will be there together. There's some good people here too. There's some people, children, that live normal lives and have jobs. And then there's me who drinks on Tuesday because it's Tuesday. Yay! So I already know I'm going to hell. But so the concept of the show is that I have these hand baskets up at the front and I'm gonna bring up the four comedians and they each and they get these things in a hand basket. So there's gonna be premises in the hand basket instead of ingredients. So instead of chefing together a meal, they're going to create an amazing experience for you to imbibe with your brains, mouths and ears with whatever's in there. (laughs) Uh, And then there's gonna be four comedians, they're gonna do their baskets, and at the end you're gonna judge. Don't worry, everybody wins. All the comedians tonight will win weed. It's totally fine, everybody gets marijuana. There are no losers here, but you as the audience are gonna choose someone to be unfortunately chopped, and then we'll have three comics which will open new baskets with new ideas in them, and they will do five minutes, and then you'll chop again, and then there will be two comedians that will have 10 items in a basket. And they will do 10 minutes. It's gonna be amazing. Now, in between, Lucky you, we have all the way from New York, Blair Dawson, everybody give it up for comedians from New York, a real comedian with real jokes. I don't even know, I've heard stories about New York comedians. I hear that they are spot on. I don't know how it works out here in San Francisco. They're gonna do their best. I'd like to uh, sing the song that we sing before we start and then I'm gonna invite our four comedians up. If you know how the song goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high! <laughs> <coughs>
1: <coughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> <coughs> I have a vaporizer. <laughs> M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come and tell me, clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! Uh, as a thing that I would like to say before we start is: everyone over 18 years of age. Okay, cool. Is everybody okay with smoking bowls in this room while we are doing our show tonight? Is, is anyone not okay with that? Because if you are allergic to pot smoke, I think that's a thing. I don't believe you, but whatever. Are you? Is everybody okay tonight? Okay, I have I have consent from everyone in the room you heard it fbi we have consent doors are open it's hot in here let's make it hotter we're all going to hell anyways let me bring our four comedians up on stage tonight everybody michael bonds kimberly rose went guinevere q no big fucking deal and spencer devine come on up all right each of you Each of you choose a basket of your liking. Uh, Let me tell you what's inside the baskets, everybody. Here we go, basket number one. What we have are long screws, sexy Trump Halloween costumes, a hanger, and canned unicorn. If anyone wants to show the canned unicorn, you guys can look at the things. This is the canned unicorn picture. It has extra sparkles. Uh, it's unicorn meat. It is absolutely perfect. There is a there is a Halloween costume. It is vegan unicorn meat because vegans vegans exist, but unicorns we don't know. This is a sexy Trump Halloween costume. Uh, there is a well, it's sexy Trump, right? There's a. So what we're going to do is we're going to, what we're going to do right now is we're going to figure out the order, not it. Not it. You're number one, oh. you're number two, three, four. All right. One, two, three, four. You guys all go outside. Yeah. You're going to think about your sets. Right. We're going to call you in by one one by one, but right now we're going to bring up all the way from New York. You can be inside or outside. It's up to you, but you can't listen to each other's sets once it starts. Oh. It's like a thing just because don't, we don't want you to tag off each other's sets or whatever. Hey everybody, you guys are in for a motherfucking treat. Because not only do we have a show coming up right now, we have a comedian all the way from New York City. Put your hands together right now for the comedy stylings of Blair
1: Dawson!
2: Hello, San Francisco, very happy to be here. Hi, how do we feel? Good, that's great. Hot, it's a hot room, hot day, hot. It's very temperate. Um, let's get to know each other. I have four minutes, so let's get intimate real fast. Excuse me, my dear friend, if you were to kill one of your parents tomorrow, which one would it be? The one that's already dead. <laughs> okay. Um, can I guess? Okay, is it um, dad? Yeah. Correct! Oh my goodness! Oh yes, uh, I would kill my father as well. Um, because my mother, she works in IT, and if it means I never have to go to a genius bar, <laughs> goodbye, Dad. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I actually I'm very I have a very paralyzing fear of either of my parents dying. Um so imagine my concern when my father last weekend he called me saying, Blair, call me back. We need to have a serious discussion about my health. Hello. Yeah. What do you do in that scenario? You panic, you freak out. I looked up a bunch of flights to New Orleans where he lives. Turns out daddy has gout.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I'm> An- <laughs> Oh well, you're not gonna like the next line. Uh, (laughs) A non. Okay, can I say my punchline? Okay. A non-threatening ailment caused by being a fat dummy. You're very slender, my dear friend. (laughs) No, you just uh, you like meat. You like protein. I've changed my diet. That's excellent. Clap it up for our dear friend fighting gout every day. Yes, both of my, both of my parents, um, they made an ethnically ambiguous child, um, which basically means on government forms, I check other and uh, write in, what are you? <laughs> my genetic makeup is that of a $15 cocktail, part Russian Jew, part Irish Catholic, with a rim of Moroccan. <laughs> I once described my skin tone as um, caramel to a black friend to which he replied, bitch, you're butterscotch. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, Um, I love living in New York. I love that you get to be a pedestrian, you know? Like I love going around with my headphones on, you know, creating a narrative for myself. And uh, I love the idea that someone's guessing what you're listening to. Someone is just, ooh, Blair, what, what is she listening to? Ooh, Blair, she's so aloof, she's so mysterious, what's she listening to? Nothing, my phone's been dead for four hours. <laughs> okay, are we Stratford? Uh, what, I'm so nervous about time, I wanna be time out. Um, okay, 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 I just, Guys, let's play a game. Let's play a game. I'm going to do an impression, and you're going to guess what that impression is. Say okay. Okay. First impression. A millennial at the mall. You're a big bully, John. Who was that? A millennial at the mall. Okay, uh, very close. Pam, who was that?
0: Trump being a 12-year-old girl.
2: That was Senator Elizabeth Warren being held at the forehead by CEO John Stumpf. <laughs> okay, are you ready for impression number two? Say yes. 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 This sauce is weak like American man. Excuse me, sir, who was that? Putin. That was Putin eating spicy chicken wings. <laughs> Fun fact, yes. His nickname was Megadeth Sauce at the KGB. (laughs) Are you ready for the last impression? Say yes. 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 As men, do you feel confined by gender (laughs) to have short hair? (laughs) Because this feels so good. (laughs) Excuse me, my dear friend, who was that? No, it's totally fine. My dear friend, who was that? My dear friend, who was that? Uh, My dear friend, who was that?
3: The entirety of San Francisco.
2: Oh my god, so close! That was me on ecstasy last weekend! (laughs) Guys, I'm so excited to see these basket sets. Keep it going for Pam!
0: Woo! dawson all the way from new york yes all right we have our first hell hat comedian uh, hell hat uh hell in a hand basket bringing up his own hand basket with those four things in there if we remember what they were they were a hanger a long screw a sexy trump halloween costume and what was the last one and the canned unicorn your first comedian your first improv artist right now put your hands together for spencer devine uh
3: also i um if i was on chopped, uh i would fuck over everyone else as much as possible uh uh but oh that's cutthroat kitchen. Uh I watch too much bullshit cooking stuff on television. Uh you guys ever uh find a coat hanger just loose in your closet? <laughs> just on the floor, not even hanging on the the politely assigned pole in the closet that they made just for that thing. You're just, And there's no shirt on it. It's just a hanger. Because when your parents give you hangers, the biggest slap in the face is just to throw all your shit on the floor. No hangers necessary. I'm rebelling, but in a really passive way that they'll never know about. This one's for me, you guys. Uh, but also, uh, I have way too much shit. I have way too many clothes. Uh, I never throw anything out. Uh, I had turned these pants into capri pants. Because it was hot. I had a a pair of capri pants I made that I turned into shorts because I was going to Vegas. No hangers. I just need scissors. Uh, Speaking of my life literally falling apart, uh, I... (laughs) Sat on the edge of my IKEA bed, snapped at the seams. (laughs) There's nothing like losing a bunch of weight and then still feeling fat because you snapped your bed frame. Like, hey, guess what? All that work you did, not good enough. Or, like, they, they're like, oh, you can get any kind of bed you want, but if you're fat, it's gonna break. You built it yourself. What, are you a carpenter? Are you Jesus? No, I'm a guy who can barely follow instructions. This was bound to happen. Like can't cure a leper, not a doctor, can't build a house, not a carpenter. I'm like the least Jesus you can be. Um... I don't know what the obsession with sexifying things for Halloween is. Couldn't tell you. Just, it's just like, take any item, add boobs to it. Like, that's the idea. That's the general mechanics of the idea. And I get it. I get it when you're like a sexy mouse, and you have ears, or you're a sexy firefighter, and you're just a dude, and your rippling muscles are out. It's like framed for that. I don't get this one. Uh, First off, I don't see Trump as a shorts dude, Okay. (laughs) I'm not saying that we we could, totally sex, we could totally sexify him without putting him in mailman shorts. It's like, he's essentially only a mailman of the United States right now. It's just kind of, he has to show up. Then he tells you some stuff you didn't really want to know about your bills. <laughs> Your bills, and how, and how, like, there's maybe a missing poster for a cat that you can be like, oh, that's a cute cat, but it is missing. Uh, But in the end, uh, he's still gonna build a wall. (laughs) Can San Francisco unicorn meet? You guys, this is the alt left. This is the alt left. People are like anti antifas going out there and making me feel bad about being a white supremacist. And I don't want to feel bad about it. And they're just coming and somebody punched me because sometimes violence is the only way. But this, the internet fucking product marketplace, that's where the left goes mad and crazy. The invisible hand of capitalism just starts jerking off the invisible dick of capitalism. And then you have a thing you you have a thing you can hold in your mouth to lick your cat, so it feels like you're a cat cleaning your own cat. You can buy fucking you can you can buy Morgan Freeman reading you quiche recipes. You can buy whatever the fuck you want, and then you'll show your preteen, all still braces wearing friends, who grew up to be braces wearing adults, who only spend time on the internet, and you'll fucking show them your product. And they'll buy one, and in the end you'll have like a lot of stock, you know, that you can't get rid of. And that's it. That's Chopped.
0: No! Spencer Devine. Yes. Number two. Here he comes up. Everybody, Michael Ball, or is it who was second? It was Kimberly Rose. Wend. Who was second? It was Kimberly Rose. Went. Kimberly Rose. Went. Yeah.
4: Fucking I am ready for Friday. Hi, yes, hi. Uh, let's do drugs, guys. All of them. Weed, I mean, weed's not really a drug, but acid's, fu- acid's a trip, cocaine's fun. Let's do all of them. Just don't do meth, guys. I did meth once for like two years straight. When I first started smoking meth, I thought that I was doing some really important work for the government, but it turns out I was just bagging groceries at Whole Foods. It's just really aggressive Tetris, like you have to put the eggs in, you have to put the milk and twist the banana. I can never fucking figure out those bananas, you know? (laughs) When I opened this bag and saw this sexy trump card, I was like, is my outfit too close to that? (laughs) I was going to wear a tie. I've never worn shorts on stage before, so I already feel like weirdly intimate, but then... I mean, I don't have the hat, or this ha- the hair is amazing, right? Like Trump wishes he had this hair. I feel like that's what he's going for with the hairspray and the Nazism, like whatever's happening in his head, I don't know. Um, does anyone else feel like Tinder is uh, just a unicorn meat market now? I just, there's so many couples that are like, we just wanna have fun, we're just, we wanna have a good time, we're looking for a nice lady to have a good time. Four twenty 20 friendly we like to party I don't know why they use this voice like I don't know why that's a couple voice but it is It's that's what's happening in my head um, yeah my therapist told me not to date right now she was like you need to stay single like you got some shit to work out but what I heard was Kimberly now is an excellent time for you to explore polyamory <laughs> Are you in a corn meat market here? I come. Yes, I'm into it. I like your laugh a lot. <laughs> You're competing against me. I shouldn't like you. Vote for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't smoke meth or bad groceries anymore, and now I teach preschool. <laughs> it's That's all you need to be a teacher in America. Stop the drugs. I think they should still give you weed though, like at least for the weekends, you know? I mean, I was high all summer. And I just feel like there should be a secret beach that like only teachers get to go to and children never get to go there. And it's nothing where children are. There's just a lot of slutty teachers, you know, just hanging out, getting high. Like if you can't pay us, at least give us slutty beach, you know? I, yeah. That's gonna be my next proposal to whoever's in charge of this city. Slutty beach for teachers. Um, Yeah, we would probably all screw like the giant screw in that that bag, we would. I keep an empty hanger in my closet for the abortion I might have someday. I never, I don't know how I never got pregnant, I just must have passed out a lot, I don't know. I partied a lot as a 20 year old and somehow still managed to keep most of my teeth and not get an abortion. I don't know how. I know, right? See, I should teach children, like I've learned something. I've learned something from this life. Haven't gotten accidentally pregnant, kept all my teeth. You two kids. Yeah. This is America's future right here. Slutty Trump for president. I don't know. I I think that slutty Trump lady could do a better job than actual Trump, you know? Like, she doesn't. She's like, I can wear a tie. I can go to business meetings. She probably has never been to Mar-a-Lago. Doesn't fucking care about golf. Likes human rights. Yay, slutty Trump. Okay, I'm out of here. Bye. Bye.
0: Kimberly Rose Wentz. Next up, with that same basket of four premises, Michael Bonds!
1: You
5: guys give it up for Pam, she's a great host, isn't she? Oh my god, you know? Hey guys, uh, I just wanna say I'm the only black guy in the room, so... Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? I mean, you know, you know. So I'm gonna be using a lot of white guilt tonight, so anybody wanna give me anything based on white guilt, we're good. <laughs> Okay, so what do we have for the first item here? I'm going to pull out the uh, sexy Trump outfit, which basically is nothing sexy about a Trump outfit, right? <laughs> if, you, if you wear this during Halloween, you've pretty much lost a bet, right? Right, guys? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, nothing says sexy at, you know, at a Trump outfit. I don't know, man. But, you know, who, who knows what we're going to do with this guy, man? I don't, I don't know. Do you guys know? Anybody vote for Trump in here? No? Okay, I know, right? Seriously, though, you can't find nobody to vote for Trump, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm seriously, I became friends on Facebook with a guy, you know, and it was it was actually a work friend, right? So we became friends on Facebook, and I found out this guy was a Trump supporter. You know, and he spent like 10 minutes after I, I was like, yo, dude, you a Trump supporter? He spent like 10 minutes trying to convince me that he wasn't racist. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm just saying, you know? So sexy Trump outfit, um... Don't wear it, please, ladies. I mean, if you do, don't wear it around Halloween. You know, maybe put some blood on your face or crackhead or something. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Make it real. You know what I'm saying? Make it real. Are we smoking bowls in here? I love it. All right, guys. Next one. Here we go. Uh, Let me pull this one up out of here. Oh shit is this the unicorn meat Wow uh, <laughs> Somebody was high wouldn't they It <laughs> got so high they saw a the unicorn Like damn How high do you have to get for that shit right <laughs> You know what I'm saying Unicorn meat I mean you got to get pre- Yo dude uh, You got any unicorn meat in here bro <laughs> I'm just saying You know what I mean I mean, who knows? You know, maybe unicorn meat can become a thing if we actually find one, right? Straight up, dude. Like, I mean, I would try it. You know, maybe it tastes like spam, right, Pam? <laughs> spam, Pam. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's from Radiant Farms. I mean, who the fuck knows what that said? You know, some guy had to get really high as fuck to try to invent this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we got a hanger here. Oh shit. You know, um, too many brothers don't like to talk about hanging So I'm just going you know, just like, <laughs> Come on now, we're in the beauty radio Give a shit, come on now No, seriously man um, I, uh, I, I don't know, I guess my wife She likes to hang up my clothes or something like that And uh Recently, well, we just got married a couple of months ago, so that's great, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, so she likes to hang up my clothes and everything, and, and that's cool, but you know, to the first time she's seen one of my pair of uh, bad draws, you know, that was kind of the the kicker right there, you know what I'm saying? But you know, fellas, we all got them. Come on now, bro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those ones you just wanna throw under the bed and shit, You know. Don't want to do too much with it. Um, so, uh, you know, so, yeah. you know. Anybody other than me got sweaty balls up in here? Give, clap it up for sweaty balls today. 103 degrees, right? Come on now. You know what I'm saying? My balls are sweating. I probably need to use a hanger to clean them up. Um, no, this is actually like... Oh, I'm sorry, sweaty pussies too. Oh, sweaty, I'm sorry, sweaty crotches everywhere. Yes, we're called the Friday Night Sweaty Crotch Crew, right? Yeah, give it up for that, right? Shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, I got one minute. Uh, what, what else we got in here? Uh, I thought I saw a nail in here. You know, uh, we got the nail. We got the nail. Um, shit, what? Do, um, I nailed my wife the other night. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know. Oh yeah, yeah I was a long screw, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, seriously though, um, uh, we sc- uh, screw long, long screw. I guess um, yeah. Is that as I guess that's like my new nickname, right? Long screw, bonds. <laughs> no, um, I mean you know long screws are cool, don't you guys think, man? You know, I mean I'm a, I'll just tell you guys a quick story about a screw. One time I was screwing in something and my wife got horny. I mean so you know it was one of those things, guys. Um, and I got the pink basket, too, so anybody got a bowl in here, you know, I mean, that's reality, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you guys, give it up for Pam, my love of the jab, come on now. Mike Bonds,
0: everyone! Yes, I'll go in and I'll get my vaporizers back there, I'll break it out. Uh, Your last contestant on the four-minute basket, put your hands together. For Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal.
6: Yeah. Fantastic. Long screw in this sweaty crotch crew. Yeah. My name's Guinevere Q. No big fucking deal. And I love you all. And have I got a deal for you? If you're like me, you're probably wondering what's inside of this handbasket. Well, that's an excellent question I'm so glad you asked. You see, for only $9.99, you can like and subscribe to hang out with your friends. Traffic in the Bay Area is outrageous, and today it was so hot that the buses weren't running. Nobody wants to walk up and down these hills. So now, for a limited time only, you can travel to your hangouts via hangar. (laughs) Find your nearest pole. Find your wire, grab it, and slide down the hill. That's right. You, you know, when you get that everyone wants to talk about the news, they want to talk about the news. They want to talk about the weather. They want to talk about traffic. They want to talk about sports and sometimes some shows, right? And, and lately in the news, you know, we've been talking a lot about Trump, and I think everyone can agree that with this deal, which you can purchase now, by the way, we're all gonna get screwed. (laughs) And since we're all getting screwed, we may as well enjoy it. Make your screw sexy again. Now, if you're like me, you're probably wondering, can I shit rainbows? The answer is yes. Yes, you can. Now, in this deluxe package, unicorn meat allows you to shit rainbows between your cheeks. I believe the phones are ringing now. So I'm gonna have to take those calls. Remember, $9.99, you can have this deluxe basket package because we're all going to hell in a handbag. Thank you.
0: Call now. Stay, up, stay up. Everybody, stay up, here we go. Let's bring up our four comedians right now in that first round. That first round. We have Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal. We've got Mike Bonds. We've got Kimberly Rose Went, And we have Spencer. Divine, remember those four topics were a long screw, a sexy Trump costume, a hanger, and canned unicorn. Uh, Now, we as an audience now have to decide one of these amazing comedians is not going to make it to the second round. And I'm not exactly, this is the one part I didn't figure out how, like, we figure out how we, I'm like, do we clap for the person we want the most or do we clap for the person we want the least? Like, I don't know how to deal with, how about, how about, how about, let's, can we do it junior high style so no one's feelings get hurt? Okay, all of you have to, all of you, all of you have to turn around and face the back and we're gonna raise hands for the people that we want to leave. So you're not raising hands for people you like, you're raising hands for people that you don't want to see in the next round. So with your eyes closed, who does not want to see? Okay, over here, here we go. Anyone, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Last one, over here, over here. All right, we have to do this again. Over here, over here, over here, over here. 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 All right, we're gonna thank, we are gonna thank our, we guys can turn around. You can take your hands off the wall, it's okay. We are gonna thank Michael Bond so much and say thank you so much for being a part of this comedy show. We're gonna move on with the next round. I still feel terrible. <laughs> yeah you do terrible. he still gets weed it's okay everyone gets drugs you all win okay so the next I know I hate competition shows too and I do and I hate doing them but and I do I hate them but I made one up <laughs> I don't know how to do we're having fun yay all right I I have the next baskets out there but I'll tell you, and then I'll give them to you, and then I'll send them outside, and I'll bring up Blair Dawson again to do more jokes. All right, here is basket two. I should have put them in your baskets, but I was paying attention to you on the last round, so I didn't, but I'll bring you the things. Basket two contains an umbrella. Actually, is someone inside? Can someone grab out from the inside? There's a, there's a, um, is anyone in the studio? Can they grab the, run in the back, there's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff in the corner by the printer, and it's in a rubber band. But here are the things in those. There's an umbrella, an Indian shoe brush, which is weird because it's a shoe brush, but it's painted like an Indian. Uh, there's scissors where it looks like people are making out on them. Uh, it's a ping pong paddle with a fat man on it, and it's a copy of an old 60s magazine called The Killer Queens. Here, I'll, I'll hold this up. <laughs> Get this. The killer, the killer queens. It's 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 gay people on the front in the seven. There's it looks very I'm gonna give this. It's gonna be super great. It's it's they're pretty gay. Uh so I'm gonna give you guys all these things and we're gonna bring up again while we do that. Everybody from New York, Blair Dawson! Yes!
2: Wowie bowie, what a round! Oh boy. Guys, I'm so glad that I'm back, so glad that we get to know each other further. (laughs) Excuse me, sir, what was the name of the person you lost your virginity to? Uh, Excuse me, my dear friend, what was the name of the person you lost your virginity to? uh, His name was Jason. Last name? The (laughs) douchebag. My experience was so similar, mine was uh, (laughs) with a man named Jack McInerney. (laughs) Sounds like I lost my virginity in a foursome to Jack, Mac, and Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) My dear friend, do you remember what you wore the night you lost your virginity? (laughs) I have (laughs) no idea. Nothing? Classic! The night I lost my virginity, I wore a matching set of Calvin Klein bra and panties, and to this day, it is still the nicest thing I own. (laughs) Aw, cheesy. Uh, The night of, I requested to be on top, which in retrospect was ambitious. I had read all these uh, women magazines that said that all women should be on top for their first time, but you see the problem with that is um, I was trying to hula hoop while Jack was trying to pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah? yeah. <laughs> it's all a puzzle. <laughs> Our bodies are puzzles. <laughs> You know, I, I lost my virginity at 19. I think I would have lost it earlier had I not overheard this boy say, um, I think Blair is hot, but I'm not attracted to her because of her personality. Oh. <laughs> a fun way to learn that you're a better personality. <laughs> yeah. Don't on me, I'm here. I became sexually, yeah. That you know, I uh, became sexually active in college when I uh, developed self-worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I've tried to uh, date as an adult, and um, I was recently set up on a date, which I find a little risky because it's when you discover how attractive your friends think you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> Greg is what you think of me? (laughs) Greg looks like if E.T. went on a cocaine bender. (laughs) We kissed. (laughs) I didn't call him back. (laughs) I have a crush on someone now. (laughs) Yeah, what do you do when you have a crush on someone?
0: As an adult.
2: What do you do when you have a crush on someone? (laughs) You stalk them. As a millennial, you stalk them on Facebook. Um, I take it a step further, and I stalk them on Venmo. The person I have a crush on, she is a lady. I've never had a crush on a lady before. <laughs> and you know, you would think it would be so, like it's made me very empathetic to the men that have asked me out. Cause you think it would be so easy to say, hey, do you want to get a drink sometime? But then you blurt out cool tits instead. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was walking home, um, after like a late night comedy set, and this guy, he pulled me over and was like, excuse me, miss, you look intriguing. (laughs) So I put my headphones on and I crossed the street. (laughs) He yelled at me, he called me a bitch. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, you should've told me I had cool tits. (laughs) Okay, guys, are you ready for the next round? Woo!
0: Keep it going for Blair Dawson and her cool tits! Yeah! Fuck yeah! I only wore a dress today because it was hot and I got like 17 more compliments than I'm used to. I felt like the bell of the ball. I felt like the sweat between my tits was just dripping down between all of their mouths, you know what I mean? Like I felt so loved today. Cause i was wearing a skirt and everyone was like nice shoes and i'm like i know they're like high heels they make you look like you have calves whatever ah you can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem i keep screaming it on the street and no one listens to me we have we're gonna go in the opposite order this time that means that your first comedian coming up to the stage with their five items is right here figuring out her shit that's right put your hands together everybody for Guinevere Q no big fucking deal
6: hey how's it going mutiny radio I, I didn't prepare a set because I was watching you and you were hilarious so let's see how this goes I'm gonna tell you some stories how about that I'll tell you some stories I suppose there will be five stories because there are five items, so let's do that. That'll be fun. All right, here we go. Uh, umbrellas. Man, one time, my grandma told me that if I opened an umbrella in the house, I was going to poke an eyeball out. And I thought about that, and I was like, what would that look like? Like, what would that look like from the perspective of the umbrella? and I had this like vivid cartoon image in my mind. I've always wondered about that stuff, you know, because it's considered bad luck to open an umbrella inside. I'm really interested in like traditions and superstitions and stuff like that. But that one specifically, that sounds like a practical thing. Like you could actually poke your eyeball out by opening an umbrella inside. And, I, and I'm wondering, does this come from somebody who popped an eyeball? Is that where the origin of this story is? Is that like their mark, you know, you ever think you're like, I have to leave something behind in this earth. Like I have to like, like this is my contribution. Like I existed, I existed on this planet. I'm leaving behind something like this person's legacy, their life, their birth, their death is some crazy superstition that grandmas tell because they popped their eyeball out with an umbrella. And that's, like, that's their immortality, you know what I mean? I don't believe in hell, I'm, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in any of that. Uh, I think we're, when you die, your brain just shuts off and that's it. So like, what we have is, is this moment and our legacy and this person's legacy is this crazy tradition. I just wanted to say that. Ping-pong, I'm not very good at ping-pong. I think if I went to prison, I would get really good at ping-pong. <laughs> I feel like I would just be, I would be like the ping-pong championship. I would just play all day. Right? Is that an accurate description of what person is like? It's just a giant ping pong tournament, isn't it? That's what it is, right? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. This makes me think of smoking. Absolutely. You know what I mean? When you go to a tobacco shop and they have like this like super racist caricature, of of a chief, of like, you know, people's culture just being reduced to a caricature, you know. Anyway, I love smoke. American spirits are the best. They're so good. I love the way nicotine makes your thoughts connect because you have these, it's great. Like, you have all these neurons firing off and they're like, you know, powing. And then you have a smoke and it hits, it triggers your nicotinic receptors and your thoughts just connect It's great. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I just love smoking. It's going to kill me. I'm like, I'm like 100. I'm very much aware that this shit is going to kill me and like probably have a negative impact on the people around me. But, uh, you know, I just love it. I just fucking love to smoke. I really do. Look at these beautiful people. They're kissing. Oh, they're kissing and their legs are spread out. I want to tell you a story of what I think was Probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's actually Bonnie's story. But uh, so this woman tried to steal a watermelon by stuffing it under her shirt like she was pregnant. And then it dropped and it splattered everywhere. And she looked around and she said, Who's in here throwing fruit? <laughs> and then she bolted. <laughs> And I think that was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. So whenever I see people's like legs spread apart, I think of that watermelon splashing and her like brilliant getaway of who's in here throwing fruit. Like somebody is in the store throwing fruit. That's glorious. This is my last one. This is the Killer Queens. They look like they're having a good time. This is the last one. Absolutely. Oh, uh, I've never read this magazine. I... I got really drunk and blacked out, which uh, if you haven't blacked out before, it's like your brain stops recording, but you keep going. It's really interesting. And I ordered a subscription, blackout me, not me, but blacked out me, ordered a drunk subscription to Glamour Magazine, and then sober me got the magazine in the mail and i was like this this i'm feminist and this fucking stupid and they're just trying to tell me to buy makeup and i don't know it's really good art i just like the articles (laughs) (laughs) the articles and and like i was about to cancel it but i actually really like it I just really like it. And then I went to the dentist office and I saw a Glamour magazine in there. And I was like, oh, I read that one already. (laughs) But I hate it. I hate that I read that magazine. I hate it. I hate the fact that, like, that I'm, I'm being sold to, you know, I'm being told what to wear, how to dress, how to buy, I need to, that, that kind of feeding evil of, of society, like, we're, we're reduced to things among things, like, specimens to be measured and marketed to, and, you know, like, our, that's, that's what it feels like, and I'm very, very conscious of this, and very aware of this, that I'm being marketed to, like, fucking, marketing is so evil, they track your search history, Right, so like, dr- when drunk me goes online, and I who fucking knows what I'm searching, I'm probably on an FBI list. I don't know, uh, and I'm aware of this. I'm aware of this that people are like selling me bad self-esteem. Like, feel horrible about yourself, buy new things, then you feel good, and it works. I buy into it. So like, I'm the fucking problem, man. I know I'm the problem. I'm aware of it. Anyway, those are those are five stories. And uh, I don't, uh, this is great. I love you guys. This is awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Pam-tastic.
0: Guinevere Q, drunk Guinevere Q, yeah. telling herself things. Drunk Pam does a thing where she passes out with her jeans on on the carpet in front of the sofa. Now... <laughs> I don't get into... Now, I have a beautiful boyfriend who's really kind and sometimes he takes off my pants and puts me into bed and I'm like, honey, don't do that. You see, the pants are a sponge for the urine because if if I pass out in front of the couch on the carpet with my pants on... It's because I'm going to pee my pants. If you're going to take my pants off, I have the depends from that one show that we did here once. And you could put them... I woke up in the morning and I'm like, Why did you put... Why did you take my clothes off? Why did you put me in bed? And he's like, You're actually yelling at me because I put you into bed? And I'm like, Why didn't you put the diapers on me? It's like, you're actually... Yelling happy, because I didn't put the... Di- Listen to drunk, passed out Pam! Blackout Pam! Sleeps where the pants are, the sponge! <laughs> Not the bed. Pants. Come on. That's what jeans are for when you're drunk. Your next comedian is going to do five things out of a basket, and she's not going to hell. Everybody put your hands together for Kimberly Rose Went, Yay! I was kind of excited
4: to go to hell, Pam. I thought we were gonna hang out, like in the afterlife, me and you. Yeah. I really like this um, this scissoring one. That's my favorite one. Uh, I'm pretty gay, but I'll do a dude. I've done dude, do- I do dudes. I do, I, I, I do dudes. I do', them. <laughs> and the other night I was doing a dude, and uh and then he did his thing, you know, inside, let's just say there was a condom uh, and then um <laughs> and then you know after they're hard, they get soft, right, but he's still inside me, and then we start just rubbing the bits together, like his soft part and my lady parts and uh it felt almost like scissoring and it was amazing like and I got off a lot like I came pretty hard and I don't think he did because he was still pretty soft uh but that's just how I like to do dudes you know (laughs) I really hope he's listening and he heard that story I don't know but the next day when I was uh leaving his house it was raining outside And I was like, oh, I'll just take a lift. And then I was like, no, wait, I won't. I'm broke. Uh, So I just sat outside by the bus stop. And I didn't have a jacket. I didn't have, I mean, you know, let's just say there was a condom means I probably didn't even have a jacket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't prepared for the rain. And so I was sitting at the bus stop. And this guy took pity on me, came over and gave me an umbrella. Like, he went into his house and gave me an umbrella. That's how pitiful I looked. Do you know what I mean? Or else there is a little bit of humanity left somewhere. Someone. Oh, you're giving me this? I really like people, again. (laughs) This is maybe the most racist thing I've ever seen, I feel like. But I don't know if that's like my intense white guilt or if it's like an actual brush. I was hoping that there would be an actual brush so I could brush all the dead skin off my legs because it's weirdly peeling from my vacation. But it's not, it's just like the most racist thing I've ever seen. But then he also has like a little mint in his hair. Like there's a little breath mint in his hair. Like I don't know what that's about. Like he's gonna, it's a brush. Is it for boots? Like what is this for? I don't understand, I mean. We took all their land, gave them smallpox, and then made fun of them on a brush. Like, who are we? Idiots. (laughs) White people. (laughs) More about white people. We're fat idiots. Uh, No, I mean, I feel like this guy is me on my period. Like, I'm just bloated, and I hate you, and don't talk to me. That's when me and the cat get along the best. You know, we, we both just sit there and stare at each other and see who's gonna pet who first you know it's the same look she does it better than I do what else we got killer queens like I said I'm a homo um I do like do do to do other dudes too like it's pretty hot to me uh I hear some yeses in the fingers. I don't know what we just did. But was that like an invitation? Do I get to watch? Is that? All right. Yeah. Racist brush bloated period guy. Scissoring with a dude. Doing another dudes. Umbrella. All right. I talked about all the stuff. That's good. That's good. I'm on top of it. The umbrella. Remember that guy was like, he, I was sitting on the bench really sad and he brought it to me. I, I, like, broke my umbrella. Like, I had an umbrella that I broke later and I was gonna give the guy back his umbrella because I was like, he's so nice. I was so pitiful and wet and cold in the rain after scissoring a dude. And this guy gave me an umbrella. And then I was like, I should at least give it back, right? But then I broke my umbrella. So I was like, nope, this is mine now. <laughs> He chose to be nice to me. I don't have to choose to be nice back. That's the American dream. That's the real American dream. Pam, that stuff is good. I was like reaching for the mic stick and it's over here. <laughs> I like what you do to my mic stick, Pammy. Oh, you're giving me more. Oh, well, one minute. All right, let's see if I can hold it in for one minute. Ready? <sighs> Just kidding. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to waste good comedy time on great weed. Or am I? Good weed on great comedy time. I mean, it all just blends together, right? It's just the same. It's just me talking with other people who are talking and also smoking. Uh, I hit Spencer's pen outside and then a three-legged dog walked by and I was like, whoa, this shit is good. And then I got sad because I realized it wasn't the weed, it was just the dog. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then I think that that's how people give you umbrellas. Like that pity. Like that sadness. They were like, oh, this girl who scissors dudes needs an umbrella. Okay. I think that's
0: just my new favorite thing to say. The bird is on your shoulder. Rose What do you give me? Because my dress is wet. My dress is wet now. Like the whole, I sit down. I was on the bus today when I was trying to... No, no, I mean it's it's just it's fine. It's nice when the if I if I do this and get air in it, it makes it colder. Do you know what I mean? Like the sweat. I think that's what sweat is for. Like when it's wet, it's supposed to make you I have really cute panties. I have really cute panties on today. I don't want to show you guys all because I no, they're not cotton, but uh, it's—it doesn't. I could show you guys, but it doesn't matter because I have so much pubic hair. It's like a hair skirt, so you wouldn't see anything, anyways. All you'd see is like a hair skirt. Like there's no vaginal area that you could possibly see. It's really long. I always wondered like what the use of pubic hair was, and I figured it out. Girls that get Brazilians, when they pee in the potty, their pee just goes willy-nilly everywhere. Pubic hair, it focuses the pee into the potty. It's really good, right? Anytime you squat, with the hair the way it is, it just all goes down because it focuses down the hair. No one else thinks of these things, just me. I know, if you've ever gotten a Brazilian, it's just like, it's, it's, you... You cannot, you cannot control the pee. Your next comedian is going to blow all of our minds right now with his five items. Put your hands together, everybody, for Spencer Devine! Yay! Uh,
3: so I was outside and I got mugged twice. Uh, going last is terrible. The umbrella did very little to protect me. Uh, So, yeah, I'll just start off with that because it's uh, stabbed me a couple of times in this basket, and I have a deep hatred for this item. Uh, But it comes from Westfield Shopping Center. Uh, Westfield Shopping Center, if you don't know from the first couple of reviews on their Google reviews, if you haven't checked that out recently, uh, real good. There's uh, the main one-star review. says, terrible way too crowded, and a lot of tourists. But also there's a violence problem that San Francisco refuses to deal with. One time, I was in the middle of a fight between two teenage girls. And then I managed to dip into the, into the underground transit. And then the cops came. These no-gooders sure know how long to fight. That's one thing I've learned since I came to San Francisco. What? That's what you got from the Westfield Shopping Center? (laughs) And also, if you need to run because two teenagers are fighting, you need to reevaluate yourself as an adult uh, because the only rule as an adult is you should be able to beat up a child. (laughs) Not legally. Not legally. Just have the potential if a child were to come at you beat it away you know (laughs) i'm gonna do these do these ones at random because they are all weird uh guys i don't know what the deal is with making fun of fat people tonight but this seems real insulting to fat people who want to be athletes Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, you want us to make some product, some product that's uh, you know not too physical, not too physical that a fat guy can do and you want us to make it look like a fat guy. Great. Ping pong. The least exercise in a sport you can do unless you're good at it. If you're good at it, those guys are going all over the place and just like flipping their paddle up in the air like Obi-Wan and hitting balls down. This is not the guy who's good at ping pong. This is like, you know when they're like, hey, that guy's not fat. He has big bones. So it's more of like a bone problem and less of a fat problem. I feel like this guy is just a monster skeleton and he's just covered with skin. There's nothing... (laughs) He's so fat that it's like there's nothing to be done about that. It's just a bulbous spine, <laughs> spino bifida. Check it out. Uh, you guys ever hurt yourselves while making out with someone else? <laughs> just not like a not like I'm sitting next to you on the bus and we're making out and we're sitting right there. I'm talking about like you know the closest you can get to sex and still be disappointed, you know? Just heavy making out, heavy making out. Uh, One time, I burned myself on a lit cigarette while I was making out with a lady um, because we thought, being the adults that we were, uh, we're gonna smoke during sex, (laughs) not after sex like the movies say because we're individuals, so we're just gonna, you know, Uh, I was just going to have a a lit one going, and if anyone feels like it at any point, just take a drag, you know, and it was real great, it was real great, a little bit of cigarette here, a little bit of sex here. My two favorite addictions, just side by side, until uh, I was like, oh, God, it's too fucking far away from the bed, and I'm not about to stand up to get this cigarette while I'm fucking you, and then I roll over on the ashtray of the lit cigarette, uh, and for a second, I'm like, oh, God, what a cramp. Keep making out. Keep making out. And uh, I kept making out until I literally smelled her sheets and my skin burning. Uh, and that's what that means to me. <laughs> so when I, was, um, when I was 18, I took a road trip from Monterey Bay, California to Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and our car broke down in the middle of nowhere and tipped in Nevada. Uh, you've never been to Tipton, Nevada. I would say if you've never been to Tipton, Nevada, normally in a comedy set, but you've never been to Tipton, Nevada. Uh, all there is is a plywood sort uh, sign, and it's spray-painted, and it says, Fear God. And then there is a gift shop. Uh, so we're like... Curious. Uh, we have to go somewhere to get our uh, fucking whatever's broken fixed. So we go in. Uh, a fine Native American gentleman is working behind the counter, uh, and there is lots and lots of different types of gifts. But there is one section of the store that is all racist Native American stuff. <laughs> For reals, it's just like keychains and fucking mugs and just like. It's stuff that was just like you would build on the Trail of Tears and then take to a gift shop. It's just, but it, but then I went in and I was looking at that section and I look over at the guy and there was just his face was like, I know this is a part of my store, but keep fucking walking was what that face said. <laughs> I got one minute, oh, oh, wait, oh, where did it go? Where did the last one go? Uh. (laughs) Ah, killer queens. I keep it right where my my balls and dick are because that's all that are on here. You guys, (laughs) I feel like this was a magazine made by Freddie Mercury for freddie mercury and only read in privacy by freddie mercury (laughs) no one else ever got this he's just like and i'll make a magazine and there will be big gay dudes with dicks and chains and it's everything he's just like he he wants a magazine just for him you guys well not anymore uh but i feel like if the dear departed ghost of Freddie Mercury could read any magazine that you would also find in the bathroom of the eagle Uh, then that is what Freddie Mercury's ghost would read just cause he's fabulous but also he was very gay thank you very much
0: Come on up. We've got Spencer Devine, Guinevere Q, No Big Fucking Deal, and uh, Kimberly Rose Went. They just went through basket number two, which had an umbrella, Indian shoe brush, making out scissors, a fat ping pong paddle, and the killer queens. Turn around. Hands against the wall. I think we're doing it like this. I think this is the way we're doing it. It was like the hands against the wall. You guys are going to raise hands for the people you don't want to see in the final round. The final round is 10 things. It's a basket with 10 things in it. Here we go. And moving on. (laughs) Moving on. We have a very similar outcast on those two. Uh, Here again. Here again. It's a tie still, it's still a tie. Some that? people aren't voting. Do you wanna, so right now, so what we know is that Spencer Devine is moving on to the finals. Oh, and what we have right here is that Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal, and Kimberly Rose Went are together in like sort of a really great situation. <laughs> I wish I wish we had the GoPro set up. Hey, hey, can we do it together against you? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> fuck yeah you are. Tag team against singular guy. Yeah. Here we have, absolutely, we have two baskets. We have two baskets. Let me tell everybody what's in the basket. I love that. Here's what's in the basket, everybody. There is there is a lone glove, which is purple. There is a safety pin, toothpaste, a Sharpie, a Band-Aid, baby powder, honey, your mom. A true men a true men article which was much like the Killer Queens, but it has really cool stuff on it. It's like it's fun. There's a lot of stuff on that killer on the true men thing. It's really, it's and the other thing in there is dildos. Uh, and it's of multiple please put up the dildo picture. It has multiple different colors of dildos. There's I actually black coffee, caramel, and vanilla. I downloaded this picture when I didn't know when you're going when you're going to an interracial marriage bridal shower, what color dildo do you get? That's why I downloaded that picture, (laughs) and now it turned into the, I know, right? But that's why, I didn't know. I'm like, if you, if it's a bi, we already had a caramel, we have a caramel skin, wonderful. Do you pick caramel? I don't know. All right, we're gonna send you guys outside for a few minutes. We're gonna get back to it. Uh, I'll, Yeah, oh, have fun. They've got baskets. I don't know. I'm going to tell you guys a few jokes. Yay! All these hangers up on stage and nobody talked about abortions. What's wrong with these comedians? I like handed it to them. I, oh, a little, a, li- a little bit, a little bit. I know. I actually was hanging out at a bar the other night and what did I learn? There's a new class action suit against people against Morena, duh. I had that bullshit IUD in myself for a month. I gained five pounds and I was like, what the fuck? And they tried to give me thyroid testing. I go back and I'm like, hey, you guys, I'd like the copper IUD. And they're like, no, you have the Morena." And I'm like, I've gained five pounds and I feel like a maniac. And they're like, maybe you have thyroid issues. And I'm like, no, take that bullshit out and put the other thing in. So now I have a copper pool sweeper in my uterus, and it keeps out all the dead babies. That's what pool sweepers do, keep out dead babies. Has no one ever had a pool before? Like, what's the other? I guess the pool cover is to keep out all the dead babies, or to trap them inside when you put them in there and they can't get out. Like, I've never been a parent, but holy shit i was on the bus today and i was about to slap a child in the motherfucking face i was like oh it's a baby who's two years old and you're a bad parent give me your child for 30 seconds and i'll shut that child up i would i would just shiver it i never shake a baby i just shiver them you give them the stink eye and you shiver them a little bit you know you shiver them. this is not okay behavior on the bus you give them that look right this is not okay and they fucking get it because i am a stranger (laughs) I am also a nanny, so it's okay. I have credentials to touch baby dicks. It's okay. Like, I'm allowed to touch baby dicks. It's a thing I do. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I get paid $20 an hour to touch baby dicks. Here's the thing. If you have an uncircumcised child, which I'm totally agree with with parents that are doing that now, circumcision, his choice, his decision, absolutely. Uh, And you have to clean out that weird shmegma. But here's the thing, if you put an 18 month old baby in a little bit of water, they're gonna play with their own dick. It's no big deal, they do it. Is anybody else parents here? You're a parent, you've got two boys, you know they play with their dicks all the time. Yeah, are they circumcised? Oh, they are. They're absolutely Because you're a lazy mom. You didn't want to clean out all that shmegma. I get it. I get it. Nobody wants to touch baby dicks unless they're being paid $20 an hour. Do you see? Like, I get it. I don't want to be... I had a friend text me the other day. He's like, well, oh, I have a baby now. What are you doing? Are you ever going to have kids? And I'm like, no, because no one pays me to hang out with them when they're your own. You dumb fucks. Why would you have them of your own volition? People don't pay you when that happens. And then you actually, as a woman, don't even get Social Security. You could be a great mom forever, and you have nothing. Yay! <laughs> oh, my parts are so important. I'm a feminist. Yay! I <laughs> know. I know my choice is to set up a family when and if I have my choosing. Yay! <laughs> Oops, oh, I'm educated. That's so weird. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. They, they don't want us to be educated in America anymore. I get it. It's fine. It just third wife eyes down. Don't we get it? I know. Melania, third wife eyes down. She is the third wife. She is very skinny and pretty, and she needs to keep her fucking eyes down and her mouth shut. Am I right? Because like she can't speak English anyways. ha <laughs> ha. And I was wondering what she was gonna do, you know, with like her first lady shit, because I love Michelle Obama. Does anybody else miss Michelle Obama? Oh, Michelle, if I, if I could have um, the threesome of my dreams, it would be Martha Stewart and Michelle Obama and me, like together, just like, uh, just me working for him, being like, you guys work so hard, what can I do for you? You know what I mean? Like, come on. They're such great ladies. but. Michelle Obama wrote these great speeches, and that was great. And then uh, Melania sort of, you know, plagiarized one of them, whatever. <laughs> it's cool, whatever. Uh, and then she w- has to come up with her new first lady thing, which she still hasn't committed to. Like, what is her role as a first lady? And I really, really want her to pick up bulimia as her, like, thing. No, because, well, no, because she knows, I mean, she knows that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty, am I right? Uh, she was just picking up right off where Michelle left off. Michelle didn't like the fat kids either, but she was like, you know, work out. And and now Melania's like, just vomit into the composting. Uh, it's really, it's reuse, regurgitate, recycle. It's gonna be great for the plants. And it makes you four times the consumer. Isn't that great? It's so good for America for you to be four times the consumer. Just consume four times the food. Vomit in the composting. Yay, more plants. Love Melania, Ah. love her. I really wish that she would actually, she's like, I'm gonna talk about bullying, but she didn't say that, because she doesn't like talk or whatever. But she was thinking, I mean, they say, that Donald tweeted like a 12 year old girl, he's like, my wife's thinking about talking about bullying. And I'm like, really? You're tweeting like a 12 year old girl and she's worried about bullying. Well, if she was really worried about it, I want her to be the best feminist in the whole world and break up with him. He's the biggest bully in the world. And then you divorce him and you say, I was third Wi-Fi Sound. And then you become the best feminist ever because you're like, oh, bullying is a real thing. I've been bullied for all these years and look, oh, I look so pretty, yay. I, I mean, I would like to save the future. Yay. Uh, let's vote. Are you guys ready to, did we vote? We haven't voted. We're voting on the three. Come on back in, guys. We're gonna vote. Did we vote? We, oh, you're sharing. You're coming in for your sh- fucking shit. I am not drunk, I'm just that high that I forgot what was happening. I did my set, I got lost. Who wants, do you guys want a Rochambeau to see who goes first, do we get the twins go first or we should let the, who wants to go first? Do you care? All right, here he does it. This is the finals everybody of Hell in a Handbasket coming up first with his 10 items is Spencer Devine.
3: What the fuck? Oh, okay. Just gotta remember how the mics work. Uh, just so you guys know, I, uh, like a true competitor on, um, not Cutthroat Kitchen, fucking Chopped. Uh, I did as little preparation as possible. Uh, just so I could trip myself up in the middle by doing something stupid that no home chef would fucking do. You're professionals. Learn how to cook an egg. Sorry, that is, again, I watch too much television about cooking. Uh So someone told me once, uh, if you're in the woods and you don't have toothpaste or a toothbrush, just grab a piney branch. And that and it works just like a toothbrush and they're like and it leaves your mouth so naturally clean and you don't have to have all those chemicals that Crest puts in it. They people who don't use toothpaste really try to fucking sell you on not using toothpaste. But they all sound like somebody who lives in a world where toothpaste, they don't produce it anymore because there was zombies or some shit. They're like, we wish we had two stripes of freshness. Now we just have bugs on a stick. We live in the woods. The cities aren't safe anymore. And toothpaste has chemicals known to cause cancer, too, you know? Uh, honey. Uh, so, I, it's funny, draw it draws back to it. I was having a lot of thoughts about bees today. <laughs> I told a joke about bees earlier, and I'm gonna tell a completely different fun jo- fucking joke about bees. Because, uh, bees are motherfucking stupid male perverts who just fly out into the world and fuck whatever flower they can goddamn find. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll get back to my news show and not my comedy set that I'm doing. I apologize. Back to the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that bees, all there is the queen bee, and the queen bee controls all of the other bees? It's like how Beyonce controls bees. You guys didn't know that? Really fun facts. Uh, another group of people, other than outdoors, who are proud of themselves, are people who can make their own honey. Dear Lord, they think they are Jesus' gift to earth. <laughs> They're like, they just try and come up with ways to make you eat their honey, and it's like, hey, uh, thanks for coming over to fix my door, Jeff. I, I just made some toast. You want some toast, Jeff? No, 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 but it's not just toast, Jeff. (laughs) Me and my wife, we make our own honey. We have bees in the backyard. We make our own honey. Bees, we have them. Honey, it's organic because we made it in a backyard where we live. We have bees where we live. (laughs) Jeff, you're not a funny
1: joke.
3: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) So I don't know if it says how much of a nerd I am, uh, but when I saw this, all I thought was uh, from that scene um, where there's just the, the black obelisk and, and and all the all the eight people are coming up to B so that's what I wrote for that <laughs> um i thought I thought I say this all the time, um, and it's really uncomfortable when someone gets offended. <laughs> cuz they had some shit with their mom that they don't tell nobody about. There's not like a t-shirt that says, "Don't make a joke about my mom cuz I'll get butt hurt about it." But they fucking should wear that cuz I don't know. I don't know. He's just I'm just like, "Your mom makes a good sandwich." And they're like, "Fuck you, dude. Don't say jokes about my mom. My mom died in a sandwich." <laughs> and I'm not and then and then I'm not allowed to ask any questions about that? I'm not allowed to follow up on the, the details in that story. I just have to drop it. I want to fucking just put an apostrophe in it and to put it on a t-shirt, take it to expecting moms in the hospital, and be like, your mom. No, your mom. So uh, baby powder, uh, I interpreted this as stem cells. Uh, So stem cells are really controversial, Okay. Uh, So you take stem cells out of babies, and you put them into not babies to make them healthy. I know. My science isn't on point. I'm sorry. Facts, facts, facts. So you take the stem cells out of the baby, and you put them in old people so they can just get healthy and young again. It's just like cryogenically... It's like if you were dying, right, and you were cryogenically frozen in a spaceship, like in, the, I think it's episode one, season two of Star Trek Voyager, uh, where they find people from the 20th century, and they're like, oh, where's my bank? Uh, and so... <laughs> Uh, so, I figured that uh, I don't want to ever be, like, too old and then fuck up. Because you always see the dudes who are like, I'm going to be young again. Oh, no, I'm a baby. I don't want to fucking be the I turned into a baby trying to be young again guy. Just a fact. <laughs> I've carried that with me since a child and I never will be. Uh, Band-Aids. So uh, apparently, I have good veins uh, if you want to look at them they're they're up in there. uh, I know I have good veins because when I go to the doctors, there's one nurse who always takes my blood and always makes it a point to comment on how good my veins are for taking blood. And first time you hear it, you're like, cool, that's a fun fact about me. Like I make my I make the nurses' jobs easier. They can just draw blood, that's super cool. Second time you're like, oh ha, ha that's a funny joke we had from the first time because my veins are so good. Funny ha, ha. Third time you're like, what is the matter with this bitch and my veins? Like, I know you're just taking my blood. Take a picture or lick them. I don't know what the, like, what the direction of your inquiries are, but, like, write a poem about them. It'll last longer. Jesus, lady. Um, because people need to write more poetry. Just uh, Sharpie uh, is not a very well-named product. Uh, It's kind of dull, you know. It's not the sharpest thing that you're going to find on a desk. Maybe you'd stab someone with scissors or a letter opener. Probably not the Sharpie first. Uh, But my friend thought he was so clever, and he was in a group, and he's like, Hey, you guys. The Sharpie's not sharp. Sharpie's not sharp, you guys. (laughs) And while I, I agree it's not sharp... If I jab somebody in the eye with a Sharpie, they're not gonna be like, "Oh, that's a lot softer than I thought it was go- that That's a lot softer than I thought it was gonna be because it's named it's name Sharpie, but it doesn't look very sharp. But it's it's in mean, the eye is very, very, very soft. <laughs> it's uh, this is also uh, what what you do uh, graffiti with when you're a bitch teenager on the bus. Get some spray paint and some scales. Can't just write balls in the seat. Safety pin. Safety pin. Again, not safe. Not safe. Not safe. If I thought of pins, I'm not like safe. And when people are walking on pins and needles, they're not like, I'm so comfortable right now. (laughs) There's three types of people who wear gloves. Creeps, people who are badass, and badass creeps. You're either da- you're either dancing on a stage, motioning at some children, or or you take it off, you slap somebody in the face, and you have a motherfucking duel like a gentleman. And uh oh wait, it's it's empty. Where did I? Ah, men magazine. Uh, The best of the ten items, because it celebrates not only the strength of a a, a fit man, but also the ravenousness and the relentlessness of nature. It is a man being eaten alive by squirrels. (laughs) When was that something we tried to sexualize? Who's the guy in the store? Like, oh, there's nothing for me at this porn store. I like men who are being eaten alive by animals, like the Vikings did to their criminals. Uh, True Men Magazine. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Spencer Divine.
0: Spencer Divine solo takes on the 10 item. Hell in a handbasket, and right now, we have a dual team. We got, we got two microphones! Yeah! And they, I, wow, we're gonna find out what happens with these 10 items and these two beautiful and amazing and hilarious comedians. Put your hands together for Kimberly Rose Went, and Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal! <laughs>
6: Kimberly, we need to talk. Have you been giving rectal exams in the apartment again?
4: I was just that, you know, that's my side hustle. Like, what I am I supposed to do? I can't go back to selling buttons anymore. I know, I know. It's just, I didn't make any money off those buttons.
6: You know, speaking, speaking of money. It I is know the, a
4: lot about I, the, Yeah, I, college, I, I went to college.
6: Yeah, I know. I that that was a online university. You did a bunch of LSD and stared at the screen for two days. That's.
4: I've never had any complaints about my rectal examinations.
6: Do you want to eat or do you not want to eat? I know. I. I do. I want to eat. I just. I want to confront. I got those fancy tortillas. You like those tortillas? Are pretty good. They're sustainable. Organic, gluten-free. Are they local?
4: They're very local. Are they fair trade? My tia up the street makes them. Okay. I paid her with the butthole money. You
6: know. <laughs> Here's the thing is, uh, you know, you need a business license to operate a business. And this is a home. And, you know, with, with the landlord and the housing crisis the way it is, and it's just... Well, we'll we'll come back to that. But you know, really, what I what I need from you is um, is your mom gonna start paying rent? Cause she has been sleeping in the refrigerator for six months. But I bought that refrigerator. I know, I know, I know. It's just um, market rate is about thirteen hundred a day. But it's my refrigerator for. Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. You know, speaking. She just. You can still access your fancy mustards. Like, I can not understand what the problem is. <laughs> They're in the door. It's true. They're, it's true. That granny one with the...
6: Yeah, that's coupon. the... You know, I'm, I'm going to need you to use this Sharpie to label the things in the refrigerator that are yours uh, and also everything in the kitchen, um, everything in the entire apartment, every single tea bag, um, every toenail... Clipping. I use those tea bags for work. I know. That's you're a tea bagger with the buttholes okay this is this you know there's there's strings attached is what i'm saying <laughs>
4: there's also a little paper with nice say. Yes. i mean if you're gonna get teabagged at least it says dream big yeah a little tag you know in bed it says yeah you are awakening courage is grace under pressure folgers now makes tea <laughs> Can we um, can we
6: talk about the rent for just a second,
1: or yeah, do you have more yeah. rules? We,
6: well, well, yes, we'll get to the rent. It is the first, but um, you have been squeezing the toothpaste from the middle, uh, and I'm gonna need you to roll it behind so that it lasts longer. Cause it is it's it's wasteful. I'm actually I'm gonna start making my own toothpaste. Um, they, and
4: see, they say it. that the best is in the bottom, so I save it for you. You, you did that for me. I save, yeah. They say it's the creamiest. It has the most fluoride. It gets the foamiest in your mouth. The ones at the bottom. So I save it for you. I take the middle part. See, the top. This is the fresh part. This is the creamy part. Right. I take this shit in the
6: middle for you. I do it for you. You do. You are such a good roommate. I know. So considerate. You know, um, I am gonna have to confront you about filling this baby powder with cocaine. That's where that is. Yeah. The apartment is it is it's very clean in here, you know? So I don't don't really Thank mind. You. But uh, if, you could, if you could if you could just not put it in the container labeled baby powder, because that does Do get you, confusing when my, my For lady, your baby my lady meat I didn't think that you had a baby. When my lady meat needs a little pat down oh. and then it gets absorbed. Batch- <laughs> into my jail purse. I know, and you know, yeah, you, you know this, you studied butts. Yeah, uh, we didn't cover front butts. No. As much as <laughs> the uh, anatomy and physiology is, you know, yeah. butt and front butt. If you need me to inspect yours later, we can, you, I,
4: Well, I mean, this glove is dirty, so <laughs> we can wash it. We can, yeah. You've been, I, I've been just sticking them in the dishwasher. Is that, yeah? That's that, that's, that's a good idea. Fine, <laughs> yeah. that's a good idea. I just like to have a little baby powder do the dishes, you know.
6: Yeah, no, I, I mean, they, they're really, really clean. I can tell they've been scrubbed repetitively and in tiny circles for hours. You know, I just, yeah, baby powder, you know. This glove is really smelly. No, so um, yeah, it, it is a first, and uh, you know it's time to pay rent. So. Okay, okay,
4: I have rent. Yeah, I have. Okay. It's not necessarily like liquid assets mm-hmm. per yeah. se, or like right. a, a check, but I have yeah. the total dollar amount. Okay, in all right. items. All right, all right. Um, That's for you. first, first, uh, this vintage men magazine. It's in its cover it's signed by the artist and also oh. one of the guys inside i'm oh. pretty sure it's worth about a thousand dollars about a so thousand dollars don't huh? bend it don't bend it the I, price I, will go down
6: I, can okay. i do i hold it like that I, oh yes wait.
4: there you go i don't i don't <laughs> think that that Is glove that, no we should probably light that on fire and get it out of here oh yes um like the russian consulate okay and then i also have this um This jar of handcrafted artisanal honey. Uh, Local. Yes. Sustainable. Yes. Organic. Uh, The fair trade. The bees were all born and raised here, and they were they were comforted. It's like they didn't even have to fly. Like people just held them their whole lives, (laughs) and they made honey inside this hive. And every night, someone whispers, "Good job, bee. Way to be you." And then did they tickle them with feathers? You know what, that's a good idea. We could have our own uh, like why do these guys get the monopoly on, on holding bees? We it's could fair. do it. We could we could call it like feather whisper bee honey? Yeah. Feather honey bee. I think
6: that's a really good plan. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you're gonna take that. I'm gonna I think that's that. at I mean, least yeah. like five hundred probably. Yeah, well because of my allergies, you know, they're local local honey and um I'm I'm allergic to, to work. To work <laughs> and Gluten and um, and air. <laughs> I'm allergic to. I'm acting up right now, actually. You know, maybe a little honey. Maybe maybe if you
4: coat your face with honey, that the air won't get in your pores. Oh, oh yeah. It'll just be the gentle babies so just, inside your face. Just honey face. Yeah. Yeah. Just rub, rub it. it. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Yeah. You want to you know, do it right well, now? The we last could. Time I could you, start, you rubbed
6: charcoal on my face, and that was it, not. That was okay. for Ash Wednesday. What? <laughs> I, some you know some people said
4: that it was um, I, I also went to um, online be a priest college and then
6: we had yeah. that Ash Wednesday party right and right we, yeah those ashes came from the blunts that you were smoking <laughs> oh,
4: you, you! it's didn't not actually. where the ashes come from it's how much is on your face <laughs> Did you read I brought the tea bag? I was brought Is that, that a tea bag? I brought you to Jesus that day. You did.
6: You did. Yeah. I heard Jesus I heard you did. high-fived him after. Good job. I did. <laughs> I high-fived him during and after. It's beautiful. It
4: was great. Okay, so my last thing that um I can use to help pay rent is this safety pin. Um, okay. Yeah. it actually it Promotes world peace and equality, and you right. can't really put a price tag on that. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm covered through the end of the month.
6: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, like wearing this safety pin, it's it's like we we did it. You know, we want we beat we beat the Nazis. The, the Nazis, we beat the other bad guys because um, we saved we, we saved the bees. Yeah. And global warming is I cured. Mean, no Nazis. Yes. please. Yeah. Like we're that. We're changing the world. We you are. know. We are changing the world.
4: We are. Um, Which is why I wanted to talk to you about this amazing okay. business
6: opportunity. I want to hold space for that. We <laughs> want to hold space for that.
4: Okay. 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 Are you ready mm-hmm. now, or should we talk about? I need it to.
6: Later? I need to like center my chi okay, a right. little
4: bit. I can help you with that. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. okay. Take a deep breath in. And
6: out. I feel like my my spirulina sandals have like absorbed my inner towel you know that's
4: perfect because I had this ingrown hair on my leg and I popped it earlier and it wouldn't stop bleeding and so I put that band-aid on it and then it stops bleeding and now that's on your head I you just, know what I mean? And
6: it's like, I'm really, I feel like it's like Ash Wednesday all over again. It's like, really, it's beautiful. Oh! oh, well, ashes to ashes,
4: band-aids to band-aids. That's, that's the saying. Are you ready to hear I'm, about this uh, amazing uh, business? I've got my safety
6: pin on. This glove is I have, really smelly though. I have a business opportunity Okay. Yeah.
4: It was a business proposal. Okay. Um, so you know how they have those Tupperware parties? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but dildos. <laughs> okay, and um, they're they're handcrafted. Okay, artisanal. Yeah. They're handcrafted by the cocks that they are molded after. Oh, so it's like this yeah. guy, his dick looks like this, right. and he made it. With, so it's like with his with his hands. He put like he put
6: the stuff on into it and molded yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and molded Did he, it, and he thrust. He was he was hard, so he had to. I mean. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so okay.
4: it's this special program where um, they're helping um, the homeless youth of America. Oh, uh-huh. So yeah. it's their, um, the dild- they're dildos. the ones
6: yeah. m- making it. Yeah. And then they get the money. And they get the, OK, from the dildos, the dildo money. Yeah. OK. Th- that sounds like a pretty solid plan. Um, I say we get a focus group. We market it. Uh, we push this hard. Um, and then we push it even harder, and um, then we keep pushing it and, until we come.
4: I feel like <laughs> I feel like we could come together on that one.
6: I really think we, we could really come. Together. I
4: really think we could come together. Maybe even like a, a group of us could come together. Like we could yeah. find some more women who wanted to come together with us and us, just and like just like have regular like yeah. And it'll be like a tupperware party but dildos like right it could be like our regular tuesday thing you know yeah. like you, 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 we don't have the zumba anymore so like yeah. what were we gonna do i know you know
6: i was actually thinking about that i was like what am i gonna do my my right? zoom has gone you know it's like and um and here we were big, just saving there's the earth. a
4: big zumba hole inside of me and i it, just want to put this fill there it with you know? your, <gasps> with your i just want to fill it with this yeah. yes yeah yeah um we have to come up with a good name for our um company okay um, oh, hmm. uh,
6: just Dick Van Dyke. Tips for you. Tips for you. Dicks R us. Dicks R us is a good one, but I really want people to know that we're that we're local, uh, and that and
4: and they're handcrafted and they're handcrafted, and artisanal. right? And we're supporting
6: local youth. Yeah, and that and we're saving the whales as well. We are yeah. so good. Look at what we did today. I mean, we are just so. Good. Yeah. I mean, I just look at all the good We could we've just done. call it good dicks. We could good dicks. Ah. Good dicks. Good dicks. Good but dicks. like spell it G U D D I X. Yeah. yeah. But good but, dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. But but Kimberly, seriously, do you, you got to get some new gloves. Yeah. You got to get some new gloves. Made a little bit of baby powder. Yeah. Hit that, girl. Gonna, gonna get those dicks and sell them. And it's gonna be great. It's gonna be Tupperware. It's gonna be awesome. It's, good dicks we need some good dicks good dicks
4: all right okay are we out all right yeah i
6: I gotta do this like yoga underwater uh brain drench for the birds
4: but is it local it's local is it artisanal it's artisanal is it by donation it is okay uh, let's go okay let's go okay
0: That was some serious improv, everybody, that just happened. Holy fuck. So now you guys, instead of choosing a loser, you're going to choose a winner. So we have, uh, only because I I, I hate competition. Everyone's a winner tonight. We all win, yay. Uh, but, But right now, we have the team of Guinevere Q, No Big Fucking Deal, and Kimberly Rose went versus Spencer Divine, of wherever he is, Spencer Divine, of, of, of Spencer Divineness. So, I don't know if you guys wanna like, just, you guys, you're the ones that decide a winner, it's not me, it's you. Find your own way to decide a winner, who wins? Everyone is silent. All I see is dicks on the ground. I'm like, ah, there's baskets and dicks on the ground. These 15 umbrellas, these 15 umbrellas have been here forever. Don't leave your umbrellas here at Mutiny Radio because I have to fucking use them for the. I'm going to put the Lost and Found out. Please, someone take something from the Lost and Found because I hate all that shit here. We're looking for a winner. We're looking for a winner. Clap hard. We're going to do claps this time. Does that, cla- does that, do we want to do hand raising or do we want to clap? Whatever you guys want. <laughs> clapping. Here we go. Over here, clapping. <laughs> Over here, clapping. Oh, I fear that the clapping is going for the ladies. And I love it because it's feminism. The winners of the very first. What? Hell in a handbasket competition. Whatever you, no big fucking deal. And Kimberly Rose went. And angry white dude. Everyone gets drugs. That I have. I have no idea how we're gonna do. I mean. You guys can actually get on the 30th. We have another one, and the winners are supposed to come back and be on that show. So, if you guys want to be a team, you can. Yeah, there we go. You guys can team it through the whole way through. That's fine with me. On the 30th. Can I wait outside for most
3: of
0: it? Yeah. I'm going to give you drugs. Everything's going to be great. Thank you, everybody, for being here on the very first hell in a handbasket. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Everybody clap for Zunzu, running the ones and twos on the inside, in the dark, because we felt like if the lights were off, it would be colder. That's not true. <laughs> we just pretended. But thank you so much for being here. I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay! Bye! Don't come for trouble!
3: must be 12 or older bring your own bikes helmets and repair kits and meet at the main entrance to the oakland museum on 1000
0: oak street at 10 a.m and guess what it's free this public service announcement
3: is brought to you by your friends at mutiny radio
7: Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity as one of the city's wealthiest men in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his trusty driver, Kit Baxter, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, The Riddle of the Sphinx.
8: Check the tenth floor, Malloy. Make sure the labs are locked up tight, Malloy. The boss isn't paying you to play tiddlywinks, Malloy. Boy. I wish he'd lighten up. Three years as a night watchman, I've never even seen the boss. What does he care from a few tiddlywinks? See? What a surprise. Everything quiet, just like always. Light switch isn't working. Well, what of it? I'm not the maintenance man, let him deal with it in the morning. What is that? Came from the main lab down the hall, and there's a light under the door? Strange. I don't remember anyone working this late before. Maybe Professor Bellamy himself. I'd better check. What's going on here? The door's locked from the outside? But I'm sure there's somebody in there. Hello? Uh, Professor Bellamy? Anybody there? Huh? What the? Hey, you there? Stop! I said stop. Stop where you are. Get back. I'm warning you. No!
1: Please!
9: Ah! Bellamy! I say, Bellamy, there you are. I was beginning to feel decidedly stood up. What's that? Oh, I beg your pardon, old boy. Sorry to keep you waiting. Think nothing of it. When it comes to foundation business, I can be surprisingly patient. Foundation? Yes, the City Fathers Benevolent Foundation. You might recall the annual fundraising drive was something of the pretext for the lavish dinner at my club I'm supposed to be buttering you up with just now? Good heavens, man, you seem terribly preoccupied. Hmm? Oh, yes,
7: I suppose I am. I'm awfully sorry. Perhaps I should have postponed this evening to a more
9: appropriate time. Oh, my. Dinner at the Club macaw, is not something postponed lightly. Uh, no, nothing for me just now, thank you. But the professor looks like he could use a drink before dinner. What's that? Oh, yes. Scotch and soda, please. See here, old man. Suppose you get it off your chest. No, I, Well, I suppose it'll be
7: in all the papers soon enough. I suppose it's only right that I tell you myself. Papers? This sounds serious. I'm afraid it is. I've had something of a run of bad luck, old friend, and I'm afraid I'm not very good company as a result. What sort of bad luck? Well, it started off innocently enough... Indeed, it seemed at first to be a wholly marvelous turn of events. You see, early this week, I was contacted by an estate lawyer here in town named Shossen. He revealed to me that Bellamy Labs was the beneficiary of a remarkable endowment from an anonymous donor, an enormous sapphire of great beauty, cut with such artistry and yet such mathematical precision, it was quite unlike anything I had ever seen before.
9: Remarkable Indeed. Did he give any reason for this gift?
7: No, no. The terms of his client's will forbade him to reveal any more than that it came from the estate of an elderly man whose granddaughter's life had been saved by the work done at our company. Well, such gifts have been given in the past, though none as generous as this. Hmm, is the stone very valuable? Almost without compare. I have no doubt that it would have fetched an amount so great as to endow an entirely new facility for our medical division, saved untold more lives in honor of our secret benefactor. I had such great plans. I set about arranging insurance, an auction. I put the stone in the safe in my private lab. Bellamy,
9: are you telling me the stone was stolen? Yes,
7: just last night. But I'm afraid it gets much worse. A night watchman, Ralph Malloy, was killed during the robbery. Murder as well. Was Malloy shot? No, he was... I can't explain it. But when he was found, he was almost petrified. Dried out, almost like a mummy. No one entered the building before or exited after. One of the other guards would have seen them. My lab is on the tenth floor. The windows were locked from the inside. The watchman's key was in the lock, suggesting it was he who opened the laboratory door. And I'm afraid it gets still worse. Worse? How? I put the gem in my laboratory safe because it was the most secure place I could imagine. That safe is one of the most advanced available... Unfortunately, that wasn't the only thing of value held there. The safe also contained the formula for a remarkable new alloy we've been testing. An alloy with a tensile strength twenty times that of steel, and completely non-conductive, not just of electricity, but extremities of heat and cold as well. Quite possibly the most perfect shielding yet developed.
9: Are there military applications? Oh my,
7: yes. We had been reluctant to release the research for just that very reason. We were to have demonstrated the Alloy's capabilities for representatives of the government next month. I shudder to think to what fell purposes an unfriendly power might put it, if it should find its way into their hands.
9: You've called the police, I imagine.
7: Yes, yes. They tried to make encouraging noises, but I can tell they're baffled. Frankly, so am I. I can only pray that the thief took everything in the safe in a panic and doesn't realize that the formula could be a hundred times more valuable than Sapphire itself. I dread to think what might follow otherwise.
9: Indeed. Look, old man, perhaps you're right. Perhaps this isn't the best time for this. Why don't you head home and get some rest, and you and I can put off our business until another day. Thank you, my friend. I, I appreciate that. Uh, sorry to run out on you. Not at all. I'm sure I'll find a way to occupy myself. To the lair, and quick...
10: How was dinner?
9: No time for that. This is business.
10: Oh, and you got all dressed up and everything. This really isn't the best time, Kit. Yes, boss.
9: Somewhere out there is a murderer. An expert thief and safecracker with a priceless jewel, a dangerous secret formula, and a weapon the likes of which the city has never seen. No time for the millionaire playboy routine. The city needs the Red Panda.
10: Yes, boss. Kit? Uh, Yes, boss?
9: This isn't the way to the lair.
10: Yes, boss. We're going straight to the Bellamy Labs. How did you... It's been all over the police band radio.
9: Why didn't you come get me?
10: The sapphire wasn't going to get any less stolen. And you need to eat.
9: You're my driver, not my mother.
10: You need both. There's a sandwich in the secret compartment with your spare costume. I'm already wearing mine under my uniform so you can't peek.
9: Kit Baxter behave yourself. <laughs>
10: yes, boss.
9: Quickly, Kit. We've got to reach the professor's personal laboratory before someone sees us.
10: It's nay on the it K. I'm in uniform.
9: Sorry. I'm not used to this new arrangement yet.
10: You're not used to it. We're climbing up the outside of a building.
9: More walking than climbing. You
10: say potato. Hey, Mind telling me why we couldn't take the stairs?
9: Because the place is teeming with Toronto's finest.
10: Better late than never.
9: Besides, it's a perfect opportunity to test the new static shoes.
10: Jeez, shoes that hold you to the side of a building when the power is static electricity. Hey, you ever wonder how much money you can make with all these gizmos, boss?
9: Compared with what I already have, hardly seems worth the trouble. Besides, this way is more fun. Ah, here's the window. Do you want to have a go, or shall I?
10: I'll do it. I'm almost there.
9: You don't need to walk so gingerly. The shoes will hold
10: you up. Uh, And if they don't? Well,
9: you do have those handy retractable gliding membranes on your costume.
10: Let's test one thing at a time, shall we? You're
9: going to have to try them sooner or later. Otherwise, we'll stop calling you the flying squirrel and start calling you the silly girl in a squirrel suit.
10: I thought you liked the suit.
9: I do. Unlock the window.
10: You said it was very flattering, you said.
9: It is. I do... I said you were silly, not the suit.
10: No, oh, well, that's all right, then.
9: Unlock the window.
10: Well, hey! Unlock the window! All right already. Wait. Yes? Red Panda, look at this lock. Yes? I'd swear no one's ever tried to jimmy this lock before.
9: Right first try, which means...
10: Our killer didn't come in through the window, either.
9: Full marks for deductive reasoning.
10: And for the window lock?
9: Eight out of ten. Come on.
10: There's a safe. I'll check for prints.
9: You'll need to be extra careful. Chief O'Malley's men have been all over this place and didn't find a thing.
10: Maybe I can turn up something they missed. You check the safe.
9: Yes, boss. Why did I agree to this arrangement again?
10: Because I figured out your secret and blackmailed you into letting me play.
9: Ah, yes. I knew there was something. Look at this. What? This safe door is in absolutely pristine condition. To disturb a modern safe like this without dynamite, our man must be a master at the fine art of burglary.
10: Or someone who knew the combination.
9: What are you suggesting?
10: Just formulating alternate theories of the crime. Lesson four.
9: Hmm. Good girl. For the moment, let's stick to the known. Find anything?
10: Must have worn gloves.
9: I figured as much.
10: Gloves that he took off only to search the very back of the safe to make sure he had everything. Found a thumb and index finger big as life. Lesson 36.
9: Nice job, Flying Squirrel.
10: Ah, shucks.
9: Of course, that means our killer wasn't just after the sapphire. He was after the formula that was in that safe. We've got to find him before he can sell it to a foreign power.
10: Well, that's another thing, Red Panda. How did the thief know where the jewel was? Well, the professor only got it a couple days ago.
9: I'd like to know the answer to that, too. First things first a trip to the morgue to examine the remains of our unfortunate security guard. Then a lawyer named Shawson is going to receive an unexpected visit from the Red Panda.
8: Come on, you've got to get out of here before anyone comes in. The head coroner is a friend of Chief O'Malley's, and O'Malley's got it in for the Red Panda bad. I could get
9: in real trouble. You've been in real trouble before, though, haven't you, Bert? Haven't you?
8: Yeah, yeah, I have. Come on, he's in here. Here's the report. Who's the skirt?
10: The name's the Flying Squirrel. And if you can't tell the difference between tights and a skirt, you need to get out of the morgue more often. You seem like a nice kid. Uh,
8: A word of advice. If you're going to keep hanging around with the big guy, don't let him save your life. (laughs) Too late. I'm sorry to hear that. Take it from me. Once he's got his hooks in, he'll never let
10: you get away. (laughs) That was kind of the idea. Uh, What's that? I said, where's Malloy's body? Uh, Right here. (gasps) Oh, my...
9: Amazing. The coroner's report says the body was discovered as a dried-out husk.
10: I noticed.
9: Mm, The report says were it not for positive identification from dental records, they would have thought it was an unwrapped Egyptian mummy.
10: Are you out planning on seeing the show or just reading the reviews?
9: Hmm? Oh, my.
10: That's what I said.
9: I've never seen anything like this. Squirrel. Look at this mark on the man's forehead. Yeah, we don't know what that was, either. It almost looks like the focal point of
8: whatever energy did this to him.
9: That's exactly what it is.
10: It looks like a burn. A small burn in the shape of... Well, it looks almost like a cross with a handle on the top.
9: That's called an ank. It's an ancient Egyptian symbol of great power. We need to know more about what we're dealing with. Squirrel, you head over to the museum. Unless I miss my guest, Dr. Chronopolis should still be there. He's the country's foremost expert on ancient Egypt,
1: among many other things.
10: A bit late for social calls.
1: Dr. Chronopolis keeps unusual hours. Where were you?